This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, saving your day from boredom with the best podcasting entertainment. What's up, what's up, everybody? Ricky Widmer here, along with fellow man-child, Johnny Carlick. Grass tastes bad. And we are back for another edition of the Rick and Johnny podcast right here on Most Valuable Podcast. Your one-stop shop for all the nerdy news, superhero news, movie news. We've got, well, you got the alien there. I, I was trying, like, like, what's um, movie here? I mean, there's Chewbacca there, too. True. And, of course, Rick and Morty and everything in the nerdy atmosphere that we have. So thank you guys for coming back. If you're a returning viewer, thank you for joining us. If you're a new viewer, new listener, before we get into it, got a jam packed show talking Incredibles two. We're going to be looking at superhero fatigue. We're going to be looking at kind of a tease from black Panther. So the middle segment, if you haven't seen black Panther, I'm just saying it now. Spoilers, bro. You've been warned, but I'll warn you again, but little housekeeping before we get into it. Number one, if you like what you see, want to help support the channel, check out Patreon.com down below in the description. Also in that description, make sure to check out the MVP store. That's where you can get your own Most Valuable Podcast t-shirt that we're selling there on the store. Number three, if you're on iTunes, you listen to Apple Podcasts, go over and give the Rick and Johnny Podcast a five-star rating. It would mean the world to us. Just like the Dragon Ball that Johnny is holding up. Sorry to our audio listeners. And then the last one, go and check out mostvaluablepodcast.com. That's where everything goes. Audio, video, you never miss anything from MVP at mostvaluablepodcast.com. But Johnny, all the housekeeping is over. We get to push it to the side. And we're like, people might have thought like, hey, I thought the trailer reactions might have did been over no are you a trailer reaction podcast now yes we are not but incredibles 2 oh. dropped as See, an I, Olympic I thought differently sneak oh you, you thought we were i thought we were i'm no, sorry we're not cha- we're not changing i everything thought, I thought maybe i just missed the memo that's all but we do have another trailer to watch we're gonna watch the incredibles 2 trailer that dropped during the olympics about a minute and a half so it's not terribly long no. so as we always do johnny we're going to show it. We're going to react to it. And I'll wait for you to get your headphones that wasn't in. Quite as, uh, I will be courteous. The audio listeners, you'll be able to hear yes. the trailer along with us, won't be able to see it. And as always, we're just going to go on the on three. So it'll be one, two, and then Click. press play. Ready? One, two, three. I'm glad we paused for, like, over 10 years. You hurt your mother. Superheroes are illegal. We want to fight bad guys. It defines who I am. We're not saying you have... What? Someone on TV said it. I love that part. Someone on TV said, What? It defines who I am. Help me bring supers back into the sunlight. We need Elastigirl. Bye, sweetie. Something's up with that. New math. New math. It's new math. Why would they change math? Math is math. Math is math. This is my favorite part. Whack. I've got to succeed so she can succeed. So we. 
No biting the daddy. The daddy. Parenting is a heroic act. Done proper. Done properly. Electric fire and lasers. That's it's menacing. Not to mention the shape shifting <laughs> and the teleportation. Parenting, parenting done properly could be the most vital skill. Done properly. That's my favorite. That's I keep shape, saying that's my favorite thrown. part. There are three parts to that that I love. And I, I love the whole thing. This basically made me go, yes, sign me up. Incredibles coming this year. I Woo. cannot wait Same. for the Incredibles. Can't wait. What are your thoughts after the trailer? No, I'm excited. We're finally, like I said in the very beginning. Oh, cool. We left off. We finally, we left off where we were at like 10 years ago mm-hmm. or so or more. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the thing. No, that, it's it's nice though. The thing that I was looking at is because it's an animated movie. Yeah. Yeah, these actors probably aged the ten years it's been, but, but the voices haven't. Exactly. So really, they can pick it up right where the first one left off. And I like how we're looking into. It's more of the fan, like. Yeah, we didn't get a ton of the kids. No. But, like, the part where Dash, it defines who I am. And What? What? <laughs> I don't know. I heard <laughs> on TV or something. I said on TV. Also, the thing I like, hmm. the first one was more like, hey, you know what, Mr. Incredible? I used to be this. Superheroes were outlawed. Now I feel trapped in my own job. Now they're looking at it on the side of Elastigirl. Yes. Where it's like, I feel trapped as a housewife. She's going to be. And this is my way to get out. And oh my God, everyone loves me because I'm Elastigirl. She's going to be the hero now. And he's going to have to be the one that's kind of taking mm-hmm. the back seat for now. Mm-hmm. In a sense. I mean, the movie seems like it's going to be a lot of him and the kids as well. Because, I mean, that's the more entertaining part. Yeah. Overall. Especially with Jack-Jack's powers developing now. He's got so many. Lasers, fire, teleportation. Electricity. Can transform into a monster. Well, he transformed into a few things in the other movie. True. So, um, there was something else too. He was like... uh, Shapeshift, that's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, that's shapeshift. But, I mean, here's the question I want to ask you, because I didn't give too much into it. Who's going to be the villain? Um, in my eyes, I think it's that guy that says Elastigirl needs to come back. You think so? I think it's him. It's something to do with him because almost seems like a dividing them up because you saw how mm-hmm. well they all work together at the end of the movie, mm-hmm. having super strength, elasticity, um, what was the girl's powers, both, um, making the, shield she, she and was basically, um, she was basically Fantastic Four. Yeah. Where she can create the bubble around them to protect them. Yeah, she's an invisible like woman. Yeah. Basically. And then Jack Jack. That's got not Jack Jack. Um what's his name? Dash, got, Dash has speed. Yeah. He's wow. the super speedster. Yeah, exactly. And then I mean Frozone fr- family friend mm-hmm. ice powers. So I mean you got <clears throat> this team that are is all together. I mean, if you split at least just one of them off, you weaken them already. Especially mm-hmm. With um, him trying to take care of the other three on his own. Well, and the guy that you mentioned that you kind of think is the baddie. That's what I'm going to go with. His character name is Winston Dever or, yeah, Winston DeVore or whatever, however you pronounce it. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, just a side note, the actor that plays him, mm-hmm. um, Bob Odenkirk, Odenkirk, I love him. Odenkirk. I love him. He's Better Call Saul. Okay. He's Saul from Better Call Saul okay. or from Breaking Bad. Like, yeah. 
he is one of my favorite actors, and I love him in mostly everything he's in, especially How I Met Your Mother, um, with the role that he played as Marshall's boss, I believe he was mm-hmm. in that one, and had his little um, dog Putt-Putt, I think was the dog's name. Okay. Um, but point being aside, when I heard that voice, I was like, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in with the characters that I had. Like the guy who plays, obviously the guy who plays Mr. Incredible, um, Craig T. Nelson. He was in the one that I remember him from, Blades of Glory, as their ice hockey coach. Oh, yeah. Been in other things. That's what I remember him from. You've got Holly Hunter as Elastigirl. I hear Odin Kirk. I'm like, I'm in. I love it. I'm in. Here's the thing I think about with the villain, though. Hmm. Is in the first one, they went along with the kind of trend of. Guy looks up to the superhero. Superhero burns him. I'm going to use this for evil. Yeah. Kind of a thing and make a turn. Is this going to be a similar plot then where Odenkirk wants to bring superheroes back, but something might have happened in his childhood or something to where he's doing it for all the wrong reasons? Yeah. That's what I'm thinking about. That's what I'm. It still goes with Odenkirk is then. Mm -hmm. The villain, because that's what I think it is, is he's the villain for whatever reason. I And the best way to do that, the one, the, the one, pe- like, let's say he knows about the Incredibles. Who's the one people that can stand in my way? Well, this family team of superheroes. If I split them up, mm-hmm. give Elastigirl more jobs and make Mr. Incredible mm-hmm. the one that's just has to stay at home. Has to stay at home. Let's put it this way, too. Elastigirl knows how to handle the kids. Right. True. Mr. Incredible, not so much. He was working. He does not. He was working. So he's a working father, and he's, she was the stay-at-home mother. Mm-hmm. You split that up in the way that she's off fighting crime, and he's trying to help the kids now. Mm-hmm. He's too busy helping them to realize, oh, shit, there's th- this and this that has to get done, and the mother is off doing her superhero job. Now, I'm looking right now. I'm trying to see if... so. A lot of people think that, of course, like you said, Winston Dever is going to be the villain. Mm-hmm. However, there's another character that we didn't see in the trailer, but apparently her name is Evelyn Dever. Got a brother-sister thing going on, yeah. I believe. Where maybe the will it be the sister is the more debi- diabolical one? That's the word I'm looking for. Diabolical one. And she could be the true villain. And it's a misdirection where it's not William, it's Evelyn, who is the true villain in Incredibles 2. Could be. I mean, here's another one. I mean, she he's the he's not the villain, but mm-hmm. since they're brother sister, maybe they work together to create the, a business. Mm-hmm. And the thing I can't wait for is... He's not necessarily is, the villain then, but so, he's tied in. And I'm looking, at, of course, at the... Um, these were tweets that were sent out by the Disney Pixar mm-hmm. um, Twitter, and they're kind of showing the art representation of the character to who they're playing, and it kind of shows like how much of a match they are. Like Odin Kirk to Dever is a seventy-eight percent match of how much they look alike. Hmm. Um, Evelyn Dever, who's going to be played by Catherine Keener, she's a forty-one percent match. There's another one here. That we didn't get to see, which I'm not saying we should have got to see. Let's look at this twisted, but it's interesting. Sophia Bush is in the movie. Really? And she's going to play a character called Void, V-O-Y-D. And it looks like another super because the picture is 
this um, superhero with blue teal hair with kind of the flat side and the hair flying over, like going long this way. Okay. Um, to the right for the audio listeners, has a Robin style mask, green suit with a teal circle, which looks like the two tops of a V, which hmm. I look at it and I would think another super. Could be. However, is this going to be like another super that Dever brings on somewhere else? And this is someone that Elastigirl kind of not, I don't want to say talks to, but like interacts with while she's out in the field. Couldn't be. Could be, uh, yeah. Because, I mean, that to me, it interests me that we're going to get more. Because, of course, they got to give us more heroes. Yeah. They got to give us new heroes. But the thing that I think this is going to. Well, the other thing is supers don't have to be heroes. True. They can be evil. Yes. They can be kind of like Ozone in a way. Or, of course, he wasn't a super in the first one. He wasn't a super, but he used his power and technology to make him into one. I don't wait. No, am I saying the name wrong? Frozone? No, not Frozone. Yeah. Um, the villain from the first one. Yeah. Wasn't it Ozone? No, it was not that. Syndrome. 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 I was, I was gonna thinking. say why? Why? Syndrome. Yeah. Syndrome. syndrome. I'm like, wait, what? Because I'm like, I'm, I'm like, dude, I'm looking at a picture of him right now with his stupid red hair and his big firm chin. And he's pointing a laser out of his finger. Syndrome. Yeah. Kind of like how Syndrome was evil in the first one. Yes, exactly. Good. He wasn't technically a mm-hmm. super, but he had powers because he made them but this, out of tech. So. But this plot is going to revolve around. I think it should I think it should heavily revolve around, yeah, we want to see Elastigirl a little bit. In the field, but. But I want to see Bob at home. Yes. I want to see what's going on with these, with the kids, with kind of, because it's new on that side too. Like the whole like superhero going out away from the family, we saw that in the first one. Mm-hmm. Give me the other side of it. Give me him dealing with the kids, which it looks like we get with the doozle, doozling, and doozle, and he's knocking off. And then we also have the the funniest thing. That was the is best. this is math. You don't change oh, that math. One too, yeah, because it. And here's what I looked into. Hmm. Apparently, the joke that they're going for. Is I was not old enough for this, but in the 50s, they came out with new math. Oh, did they? And they they tried to change everything. Everyone got mad. They went back to the old way. However, we're starting to see, like, that's a joke that even relates now. Yes. Because we see that now. Like, I I looked at um, some of when I used to teach some of the um, math homework that the kids are working on. I'm like, what is this? And they're like, oh, it's math. I'm like, this is not math. They're like, oh, you do this, this, and this. I'm like... But why don't you just do this and this, and it's eliminating a whole nother step mm-hmm. that you just did. Like, it relates on so many different levels, no matter what age you are. That's exactly—I I know exactly what you're talking about. I talked to this guy. He has mm-hmm. two two girls, yep. um, younger—I forgot their ages exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was trying to help them with math homework. He's like, well, why don't you just do it like this? And then she goes, well, the, we're not supposed to do it that way. The teacher said do it this way. Yes. The teacher said we have to do it one of these ways, but the way you're describing, <laughs> Dad, is wrong now. It's like, but you get the same result quicker. I am I am not wrong. Do not tell me I'm wrong. That's basically what I would do. Yeah, Flip right? the book well, and walk uh, off. I would, Fine, I'm, you do it I'm, by yourself then. I'm thinking, well, my thought was, well, you mean it's wrong. You got the right answer. Yeah. But, I'm, but I'm apparently, the same boat. apparently the right nowadays, uh, nowadays it's 
not what answer you get. It's as long it's as how you, you do, get there. It's how you get there. As well, long, I mean, even if your answer's wrong. Remember when we were in school, when we were in high school and stuff. Yeah. It was like, well, I got the right answer, but you didn't show your work. You didn't show your work, John. That was more of a are you cheating thing, I think. I would hope so, but it really bugged me. It did bug. It's like, I can do this all in my head. Why do I need to show my work? I think that was more of a. Uh, Especially on the easier ones where it's like, oh my God, I get it. X the, goes over here. This goes yes, that way. That, those ones we shouldn't have had to, but I guess they. it was a the teacher's uh, get around of show me you're not cheating. Mm-hmm. It's like, yes, I, I can do it in my head though. It's like I didn't even do any math in my head for this problem. No, I, I just, just went boom, 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 boom. And exactly. Done. Any final thoughts you've got on? No, I'm excited about this. I can't wait for some more trailers on it to get a little bit, a little bit more of the story. I don't want too much. Mm-hmm. No, I can't. Obviously, it's a Disney film. We're not. Gonna, we don't want to. Disney Pixar film. Yeah. We have to be more specific nowadays because of how many affiliates they have. Well, like, and uh, you made the joke to me. I want to say Thursday before we saw. Black Panther, where you're like, you know what, parents, don't take your kids to go see this. This movie's not for you. This movie is for people like me yes. who grew up with The Incredibles, and they're coming out with this. We've been pand- waiting for this. They're pandering for me, not for you. Keep your kids away from the theater. It's not for them. This is for us. They can they can get the second weekend. We get the first weekend. Yes. It's basically like a like a uh, like a parent where it's like, all right, little Timmy can get them on next weekend. But we get them the first weekend. Mm-hmm. We get the first weekend with The Incredibles 2. But this is where you guys come in. Let us know what you guys think down below of The Incredibles 2 trailer. What are you hyped for? What are you not hyped for? What are your questions coming out of this first trailer? Let us know what you guys think down below in the comment section. But, Johnny, let's move on into our next topic. And before we get into it, so if you're listening on Blog Talk Radio, I said this at the beginning of our Incredibles um, segment at the beginning of the show, that... This segment is going to have spoilers yes, for, for Black them. Panther, so I cannot say that enough. If you're coming in on YouTube for this segment, this will have Black Black Panther spoilers. Yes. We're talking about Bucky Barnes. We're talking about something that deals with Black Panther. So if you don't want it spoiled, go ahead, see the movie, come back. We will be here waiting for you. But, Johnny, I'm going to ask you the question. I'm going to be very frank with it. No pun intended away. No pun intended away, because Frank Castle also did a little bit of what we're talking about here. Yes. But Bucky Barnes, we saw him at the end of Black Panther. We saw him at the end. Kids were calling him White Wolf. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you, in the MCU, will Bucky be the next Captain America or the next White Wolf? If you had to pick one of them, who will he become in the MCU, Cap or White Wolf? Um, I have to pick one. You have to pick one. I have to pick you one. Ha- I think- out of the two, and then you can tell me what you really think is going to happen okay, later. Out of the two, I think it's event. I think if I have to pick one of the two, mm-hmm. I think um, White Wolf was a nod to something they're not going to event, not going to bring into the MCU. Okay. Kind of like uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming, where they have, I think it was the Prowler, right? Yes, but they could always bring him. They in. can always bring him in. What I think might happen is in Infinity Wars, mm-hmm. Bucky's going to take up the ma- temporary mantle of White Wolf, mm-hmm. seeing as he's in Wakanda right now. Yeah, and then when I'm, th- this is now obviously predicting that mm-hmm. what's going to happen overall in Infinity Wars, Cap's not going to make it. Do you think he's going to die? I think. Well, I mean, contracts are up. Do you and- think Cap 
and Iron Man both die? Maybe. Both of them or I one mean, of the two? One of the two or both. The one thing I would say Cap is... Cap dies, Tony Stark retires? Yes. Or vice versa. Tony mm-hmm. dies and Cap retires. Either or. Either or. Either way, that means... Either way. Bucky mm-hmm. will take... A, then at that point, someone needs to be Captain America. It comes down to Sam Wilson or it comes down to the other guy with the super soldier serum inside of him. Bucky Barnes. True. I'm thinking it's either going to be a temporary White Wolf for a little while thing, mm-hmm. or I just saw this one for a while. Let's we do White Wolf even up to the second Black Panther movie, mm-hmm. and then Sam Wilson just like I can't handle this Captain America thing. He takes the mantle as whatever happens with Steve happens with Steve, mm-hmm. and Bucky's like I'll take up the mantle. I'm not going to be White Wolf anymore. I'll take up the mantle as. Captain America. So what you're thinking is maybe in Infinity Wars, he's known as White White Wolf. Wolf. But once Cap dies, it's like, okay, I'm going to be Captain America. Basically, Cap dies or stops doing it. Mm -hmm. Basically, that's when he starts doing it. Now, what I could see them doing is my first thought is the whole White Wolf thing. Yeah. In the um, after the post credit scene. I could see them just as, like, that was just like, oh, that's a nod to the comics. Yeah. It's a nod to the comics. We're not going to do anything with it, but here you go. We gave you a little treat at the end. However, here's what I'm kind of thinking. If I had to pick the two, Bucky's got to be the next Captain America. Yeah. He's got to be. Although I would, like, it would really depend because it, it plays into the two sides of the white wolf character also because the white wolf character in the comics was a person who his parents um i think went missing or died while he was in our plane crash in wakanda he survives yeah you have black panther um t'challa's father t'chaka takes him in and adopts adopts him. him and this kid hunter just loves wakanda loves wakanda falls in love with it and then when T'Challa takes up the mantle, that's when Hunter kind of breaks off and starts his own um, mercenary force, which is the Hatu Zarare. Yeah. Zararze. Zararze. See, I keep Z. forgetting there that second Z. Z. Yeah, there's but a second Z in there, Ricky. I could see them kind of doing that in a way because, I mean, look at what Bucky is doing right now. Mm-hmm. Last time we saw him in Civil War, he was in the white T-shirt. Going into the cryo the cryo freeze chamber yes. to try to hey we're gonna reset his memory and we're gonna make him all better for you cap. Then the next time we see him in Black Panther, yes we see him and they're calling him White Wolf, but he's decked the stuff that he's decked out in. I f- I think it was like full blue mm-hmm. with a red kind of sash thing around the, where the, the nub is. They didn't do that by no mistake. You're right. I didn't they think didn't about do it that because by of no all mistake. the. I didn't think that about was it. Was premeditated, Johnny. Obviously, it's it's Marvel. They yeah, don't, they they don't do this stuff for nothing. No, they don't. But I could see them kind of mixing the two, maybe. Yeah. To where it's yes, I Bucky becomes the next Cap because Steve's gonna die. But I could also him being like people are gonna say, are we gonna see Bucky in the next Black Panther movie, Black Panther two? And I could see it happening where it's like, hey. I am Captain America now, but I am coming to help you kind of White Wolf style. Yeah, it could be that too. You know what? 
while I was kind of having my brain reset, I wouldn't be surprised if Bucky falls in love with Wakanda. Yeah, a little bit. It just loves everything about it. I mean, especially and then with takes the on uh, that atmosphere with the uh, looking into the distance and mm-hmm. looking at all of Wakanda's wonders. Just mm-hmm. like I, sort of at the end of Black Panther again. Spoilers. Yeah, um, Killmonger with Killmonger says. My dad said I would always see Wakanda, so he actually brings mm-hmm. him up to the top to say, basically, last wish. We're, we're going to get into that ending, into our movie review. Yes, so if you are. haven't checked that out, go ahead and check that out. I should have plugged that at the beginning of the segment, but exactly. Like, beautiful. Like, Wakanda is just beautiful. Yes. And that's the thing that I'm looking into where, however, on the other side, I could see them doing a thing where... Bucky goes, you know what? I'd love to take on the mantle of um, Captain America. Because here's the thing. We don't know what's going to happen in Infinity War. Mm -hmm. We know from the trailers that there's going to be a battle in Wakanda. Which still leaves the question, is the Soul Stone in Wakanda? Yeah, at this point. (laughs) Is it in Wakanda? Because why would Thanos send an army, air quotes, an army... Into Wakanda. What's so, like, unless Thanos wants vibranium, but really, he's I mean, got a fucking maybe infinity to, gauntlet. Maybe, maybe to make those machines. Maybe, the but. The f- sky machine. It's either the vibranium or because there's something there that we don't know about. Yeah. That's just kind of hidden in Wakanda. I mean, Wakanda. The, other, the only other thing I can think is at some point it ends up in Wakanda. Yeah. Maybe it's not there now. Maybe it is mm-hmm. there now. I don't know. And, like I said told you when I saw the headlines of that. I'm like, we have talked about that so many times. Yes, we have. I believe that was in the first ever podcast. I think so. The where Rick the hell Johnny is the podcast. Soul Stone? Where Why? is the because Soul Stone? Because we still don't know where it is by Infinity Wars. A year later, still don't know where that motherfucker is. By- but <laughs> I could see them doing a whole thing where after the events of Infinity War, Bucky goes, you know what? I'm not going to take on the role of Cap. I'm staying here. I'm helping the people of Wakanda White Wolf style. Could be. And then we get Falcon. He takes on the role of Cap, kind of a pseudo Frank Castle thing. Yes. Where it's, hey, I'm taking on the mantle. Somebody needs to take on this mantle. And then eventually Falcon hands it to Bucky. So exactly what I said in the beginning, but longer. Yeah, longer. <laughs> Very much longer. You just just put more detail into no, it. No, yeah, more detail and I would say a bigger gap between Well, him. I said like I, that that's almost exactly what I said earlier okay. is um what happens is Bucky stays white wolf for a little while. Like and how long? Um well, let me get into it first. Okay. And in that meantime, um Falcon takes on the mantle, okay. and then maybe after or during Black Panther two, because I think we actually have mm-hmm. a little bit of not actual confirmation, but there's talks about it. Yeah, that there's going to be Black Panther two. Does it during part of it, mm-hmm. and then kind of like at, maybe at the end, Falcon's like like even after credit scene, Falcon's like like some interaction between the two. I can't do this Captain America thing, Bucky. It's up. To, it's on you. Mm-hmm. You can, you can, because you, but obviously he's the guy with the super soldier serum. Yeah. Would probably be better set off for being Captain America than mm-hmm. the one that doesn't. And the normal guy just has a pair of flight wings. Yeah. And I mean. Not to down Sam Wilson, but. I would like, I would like that side of it to where yeah. if Bucky doesn't take on the role first, mm-hmm. instead of like 
Captain America throws his might, and he's just right into it, like right into being Captain America. But I could see them going, hey, you know what? He is Captain America. And the thing that's going to throw a loop into this is right now we've got movies planned until 2020, I believe. Maybe even 2021, I thought. From what I heard is um, any movie that you had seen going into for 2020, that's the, hey, you know what? That's what we know for sure. Anything after that, they're not sure about. They're not really 100% with what is going to be upcoming, but I could see them kind of doing a Captain America movie in the future, another Black Panther, and I wouldn't be surprised if they said, okay, we're going to keep him as White Wolf, Mm -hmm. and this is now for the timeline going off of both what you and I said. Yeah. So, okay, he's White Wolf for the Black Panther 2 movie, whatever villain that may be, because, spoiler, they killed both of them. It's a Marvel movie. Um (laughs) But surprise, surprise! In that next cat movie, like, what if it's this? What if it's not even a post credit? Like, the post credit isn't him handing. Oh, well, it could be handing the po- off the shield. The post credit to that could be the Sam Wilson handing off the shield, and then it will say, "Black screen, Bucky Barnes will return as Captain America." Boom! Set up a new Captain America, yep. where it's kind of like. Winter Soldier-esque? Yeah. Winter Soldier-esque to where instead of Cap saying, wow, I got to get used to this new world, it's Bucky. Holy shit. I got to get used to being Captain motherfucking America. Yeah, he has to. <laughs> I got to be the big dog now. Well, he's got to go from being the guy that it was thought of everyone as a, wanted to um, kill him. Everyone wants to kill him. He's thought You're of as a murderer enemy. to being a symbol of America, being a symbol of hope. Oh, what if they what if they put that into it too? The whole like, because let's be honest with what's been going on in the MCU. If Cap dies, yeah, everyone's sad. People would be sad over Captain America dying. I'm not talking real life. I'm talking people in the MCU, yeah. like civilians and stuff. I mean, we would. And too. then this guy takes on the mantle, and it's a guy that you associate as a murderer. Yeah, how would that go over? Not very well. He's got to then win over the entire basic, like, he's got to win over everybody at that point. Now, here's the only reason I, I also brought up about Cap walking away mm-hmm. from it. Tony dies. You think, is that what you're going with? In- well, because let, let's put it all, and this goes into something you talked about with, and mm-hmm. into a little more Black Panther spoilers. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Black Panther's sister, you said that would be awesome. Shuri, Shuri mm-hmm. would be awesome if she took on that role of who the new um, Iron Man, Iron Man, because she's already a tech whiz at a very young age mm-hmm. and takes on that new role that the kind of. In- and we're talking about Ironheart. Yeah. What she's Ironheart. Called. Riri Williams. Yeah. Re- instead. Of, I mean, yeah, we did. She's not going to be Riri Williams. But let's say she takes on that role mm-hmm. as the new Iron Man or Ironheart. You said Ironheart is what they call her in the comics. Yes. And then. The which, only sh- which, and I don't mean to cut you off really yeah. quick, which makes sense because you look at, I'm just looking at the description they have for mm-hmm. her. The eight, throw the age out the window. The age could be different, but yeah. a 15-year-old genius and the first young black woman to wear the famous armor. What is Shuri? A genius. A genius. A exactly. tech genius, too. Yeah, exactly. She's t- making Black Panther's mm-hmm. gear. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah, she has vibranium to work with and they have a more advanced mm-hmm. society. But still, I mean, that would be awesome. Put that in there. Have Iron Man kind of in kind of like in the comics. I've seen bits and pieces of for it mm-hmm. uh, where he's more of a hologram now. It's some s- semi pre-recorded stuff of mm-hmm. Tony Stark or something along the lines of that. But what would that do? It would devastate everyone that came to know him. Mm-hmm. Everyone in the Avengers, obviously. Yeah. Who more so than anyone? The the be, the almost best friend you were fighting with, Cap Captain America. You were, like I don't know. So how you're much... le- so you're leaning more towards a Tony dies, Cap retires. Cap's thing? like I can't like just out. He's done. I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. That or he dies. One of the two of them dies. But I'm I'm saying the p- potential of Tony. I feel like Tony hits it harder than Cap only for the fact that a he has all the Avengers and just as well known as mm-hmm. Captain America at this point, like in the MCU as a person. But now it's also Captain America takes it to heart. I mean, Tony Stark would too, but there's also that mantle, the fill now of walking away because you can't take it anymore. And, and the, and the one thing I'm thinking about, and I'm trying to find an exact shot of it was so in the civil war comics, Mm-hmm. There's this is like this is a topic for another day. This is like a whole different thing. Yeah. But the most iconic just comic book page to me where it's like you read comics and there's always that like one or two pages to where you will never forget flipping the page and seeing what you saw. Yeah. And my one of mine came from I believe it was the Civil War comic where at the end of the one of the issues you finally get revealed Cap, and he's just, he's sitting there with his, like, back against the wall. He's got his feet pushed in so that his knees are, like, up by his chest kind yeah. of way, with his hands on the knees and his head down, and he just looks defeated. Mm-hmm. He just looks utterly depressed and defeated. And that is kind of what I can see happening if Tony dies. Yeah. If Tony dies, Captain is a retire. However, the thing that that throws a wrench into, it would throw a wrench in for me, is the whole idea of that Captain America movie being Bucky trying to understand what it's like to be Captain America. Because the thing I would want in that movie is I wouldn't want Steve to be there to lean on. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want Bucky to be able to go and talk to him. I would want it to be kind of like a Steve is dead and kind of almost like we see it in so many movies, kind of like T'Challa and his father almost to where like Bucky's like, like I could just see him now with the shield and just looking off into like the sky and like, Steve, how the hell did you do it? How How did you do this? How did you deal with being Captain America and having to figure out the answer, whether you think it's because Steve is kind of influencing him, mm-hmm. but him kind of figuring it out on his own instead of having a crutch to be there to help him. I mean, the only thing I can is doesn't I can fix the wrench a little bit mm-hmm. that you talk about. Just Steve goes gone, like mm-hmm. kind of Nick Fury um, at the end of um, not so. Civil War, but end of uh, uh, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. He just kind of disappears. Mm-hmm. Steve just disappears. I, I mean, if you lost... Full-on Nomad? 
full on nomad, but no contact with him in any way, shape, or form. True. Because I mean, yeah, I mean, Bucky's his best friend, especially if Tony dies. Tony dies. The guy you were kind of best mm-hmm. friends with, the one of the guys you were best friends with when you came out before finding out Bucky's alive. Because the interesting thing too, and I want to throw this in, kind of, because we're at the end of this conversation yeah. too, is where the MCU is headed. Mm-hmm. Because to me, it looks like. The movies that we have now, so we just saw Black Panther. Obviously, this year we get Infinity War coming in a couple months. Yes. Then we get Ant-Man and the Wasp this month. However- And the Wasp. The Ant-Man and the Wasp, and then Captain Marvel that's in March, those two are back. So we're going back in time. Yeah. We're going Captain Marvel, which is back in the 90s. Ant-Man and Wasp is Mm -hmm. right after Civil War. Yes. Between Civil War and Infinity Wars. But after that, the only movies we have confirmed- the Avengers 4 film, which yes. is going to be after Infinity War, then in two months later after, well, yeah, two months later, because that's going to be almost a, almost, Excuse what me. was that, two years to the day of Spider-Man, Spider-Man Homecoming 1, yeah. we're going to get the sequel to that, and then it's Guardians 3 in 2020. Oh, yeah, that's right. I and forgot about them. The thing that, I Not mean, them, they can change everything, but what it looks like they're going to is after Infinity War... It's going to be more of a cosmic universe. Yeah, things are going to be less like timeline and more kind of fluid. Mm-hmm. And the thing, like the ether. And the thing that I kind of think about is, are they going to explore those more cosmic part of it, like guardians and who the guardians would think about going after in space, and then kind of push like, okay, the Caps, the Iron Mans, everyone on Earth pushed to the side. Well, I think they said we're going to explore the cosmic universe, but we're going to make it less timeliney. is what they were mm-hmm. going to saying too, more Everything's so. not going to flow one movie It's not going to be a timeline of stuff anymore. Does that mean no more post-credit scenes? I, I hope that They can't stop doing can't post-credit do scenes. You're going to have a riot on your hands if you stop post-credit scenes. <laughs> you got to hype point, us up somehow. If you, at this point, if you stop post-credit scenes... You're kind of setting us setting up a riot. Yeah, you got it. Like you have to, you have to give us something. You at least, it, it's well, it's they like, don't have to. Like a drug you addiction, I mean. you gotta wean us off. Yeah, <laughs> like really, you now not just doing one, you're doing two of those guys. Oh, what? We had up to four of them in Guardians mm-hmm. and like three of them in for Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah, it's insane. Also, you can't just can't just cut us off cold turkey. Before we end the topic, I want to bring back one thing, and this is not important. Yeah, this is kind of me going back and editor editorial editorializing. Is that the word I'm looking for? Something you guys help me in the comment section. But when you kind of compared it to the Prowler, yeah, in um, Spider-Man: Homecoming, Mm -hmm. there's a difference with that though, because the Prowler in Spider-Man: Homecoming needed to be in that movie because of nothing that MCU is doing, everything that Sony's doing. They can't set up their Spider-Verse unless Miles Morales is there. That sets Miles Morales in the world. Also, the thing that, and this is a topic for another day, that I love what it looks like Sony's doing. Sony's basically like into the Spider-Verse to me is basically going to be, hey, Spider-Man has the best collection well second best collection eh, close to first there's two heroes that have the best collection of here of villains mm-hmm. one is spider-man the other is batman oh how did i know that was best collection of villains how, I, how could i guess that that was coming am out? i wrong though for no you're right he's got hero, for a single hero he's got a great have, collection they all have i mean it's really hard numerous to, ones how many how many heroes do you know that have 
an, a collection of villains that you can name off right off the bat. Spider-Man, Batman, sort of Superman. Yeah. You can name a few of Supermans. I mean, I'm trying to think. The the X-Men are kind of, that's a group, That's though. a group, that's though. That's not a group via group. Wolverine-ish, but... Wolverine, yes, but uh-huh. not nearly as many. Yeah. Um, I could name, but that's also because I'm a Wolverine yeah, fan. Yeah, you're a Wolverine nut, so that kind of goes into it, too. Yeah. But, like, the spider thing that I'd hope that they do with it, because it'd be awesome, is, you know what, screw it. Instead of a universe with all these heroes, let's have one guy. Yeah, we got into the Spider-Verse. It's going to show a couple different Spider-Mans and a different take on it, animated mm-hmm. style. But let's just have a universe with one hero filled with all these villains. And let the villains drive the, like, because right now the heroes outnumber the villains. Let the villains outnumber the hero. Yeah. How many villains can we fit into this Spider-Verse? True. And that's what that's why he needed to be, and that's why I don't think the connection you were making, 100% well, in my mind. Well, let of me that. R- uh, uh, clarify. Uh, clarify and okay. slash um, Re- adapt and rebuttal against you, <laughs> what you're saying. The reason I use the Prowler as an example, uh-huh. you didn't have to have the Prowler in there. He could be just Miles Morales's. Morales's uncle. Yeah, but if you're going to do that, you're going to do the problem. You don't have to, though. And that's the thing. It, it's something that you could mention and not go anywhere with it. I don't think they we, officially like, called him the Prowler. No, they didn't, but they refer- just is the Prowler. They referenced it, yeah. though. Like, he was looking... What was he looking for when he was mm-hmm. at the truck? Do you have, like, a grappling hook or something? Yeah. We're referencing the, He's prow- the Prowler. We're, we're referencing the Prowler. We're prow- going to be the Prowler. Let's put it this way. We're referencing the Prowler without bringing in the Prowler. Mm-hmm. We're referencing White Wolf without bringing in White Wolf. Exactly. Unless they decide to do it. Mm-hmm. So that's that's where I'm going with that. They're referencing something without, without having to bring it in. True. So we True. don't. Like the, the, but White, like, White Wolf was mentioned. They can just do nothing else with it. This is an argument that I, we, we can go on for days. We could. Here's my final stance on it. Okay. Is what I'm saying is why the connection isn't 100% is Marvel, if they just left White Wolf, yeah. then it would be like, all right, cool. That was a cool little nod. If the Sony ver the Spider-Verse and everything just said, oh, we're going to leave Excuse the me. Prowler, people would go, what are you doing? Miles Morales, like they need to have him continue to set up that Miles Morales. Connection. I'm not saying not to have yeah. Miles Morales' uncle. I'm just no, saying we don't have to. We don't have to continue anything with the Prowler. We don't because have to, yes, we, he's there. Miles is there. His purpose is served. Exactly is what you're saying. We don't okay. have to bring in the actual Prowler. I, I get what you're saying, but I want to get what you guys are saying. Let me know down below in the well. Ne- let us know. Down below oh, yeah, in the just comments. Him, yeah, just, just, <laughs> apparently me just Ricky. Just I guess. me. I did the same thing to Brandon on the Primetime Podcast where I'm like, I said something like, my fans. And he's like, oh, great. They're not my fans, too. Oh, yes. it's all about Ricky. <laughs> they are your fans, too. Let us know what you guys think down below in the comment section about Bucky. Will he become Captain America? Will he become wife, White Wolf? Down below in that comment section. But, Johnny, let's move on into our final topic. And we're talking superhero fatigue. This yes. is actually. This is one we're taking from a back podcast. So about two weeks ago, we were going to do a podcast, but uh, somebody, not going to name who, um, came down with an illness. And I was like... Somebody got the flu. Yeah, couldn't find a replacement. I was like, you know what? We'll just put it off for a future time. Didn't want to do this one by myself. I wanted your um, input on it as well. We're talking about Will's superhero fatigue ever set in we just saw black panther this weekend yes. 
review is live on the YouTube channel and most available podcast and the blog talk radio podcast services around the world, wherever you listen to us, it is there. But will it will superhero fatigue ever set in? The reason why we're asking this question is in an interview with Vulture um, for Black Panther, Kevin Feige briefly briefly touched on the subject of superhero movie fatigue while discussing his future at Marvel Studios beyond 2019 um, after Avengers 4 hits theater and concludes the MCU's first saga. Here's the quote that he had. For years, predating the history of Marvel Studios itself, people asked me about superhero fatigue and if it was a fad or a phase. I say if they're all different, if they're all special, nobody will get tired of these things. Before we before we at Marvel Studios will, since we live and breathe these things 24 hours a day. You make films like Thor Ragnarok, like Homecoming, like Guardians of the Galaxy, certainly like Panther and the upcoming Infinity War to keep interesting and change it up. And we will continue to do that. And quote, I think he's right. And the reason why I say that is how many Marvel movies now where go back and watch Iron Man, go back and watch Captain America, the first Avenger, go back and watch the Incredible Hulk. How different are those movies from what we see now? Vastly Vastly. different. And I mean, even look at, I'm just going to use the last two Marvel movies we saw. Yeah. Compare Thor Ragnarok to Black Panther. Vastly different. Two completely different movies. Yeah. One was a complete comedy. Yeah. The other one was more of a... It was a... Act, well, it was kind of like a traditional superhero movie, yeah. but it was very embedded with the politics of Wakanda. Yes. Which was, an, again, another nice... Oh, by change. the way, spoilers for Black Panther there. I threw it out. Oh, wow. I, I said huge, it before we got huge spoilers. Huge spoilers. No, Ooh. I'm just saying, spoilers, if you haven't seen Black Panther, you probably should. Yeah. Um... No, I, I I agree. I mean, it's vastly a even Marvel. Even though, like every super, if you break it down to its root, mm-hmm. you can see a lot of the same things with superhero movies. But everything's different. It's always different. And for this superhero fatigue thing, nonsense. Mm-hmm. I think it's nonsense because anyone like you, honestly, anyone like you, like me, like Dave, mm-hmm. anyone like our friend group, like that, it's gonna go see a superhero movie. It's gonna go see it. Until we A, die, or B, run out of money. Whichever mm-hmm. one comes first. Well, and here's the thing I think about, and I just popped in my head. It's because Marvel's making good movies. They are. And I put it this way. If every single superhero movie was like what we've seen from DC minus Wonder Woman, yeah, we would have superhero fatigue. Because we probably would. It would be like, oh my God, why are you coming out with another one of these movies? They're not even that good. Like, oh my God, why? I feel That's when like you're kind of pushing it a little bit. Fatigue will set in when. Fatigue only sets in for me when you feel like it's a chore. Yes. When you feel like, just think of anything you love doing. Like, the way I do it is I relate it back to sports. Sometimes you'll hear the athlete go where it's like, yeah, you know what? Eventually, I just lost the love of the game. I just felt like I can't do like. The example I think of, and I bring this up numerous times, mm-hmm. um, for you, Johnny, because you're not a sports guy, I'll be really in-depth with it. There was a player for the Oakland Raiders, and he was playing a late game in December in Detroit. 
Okay. And he said, I know the exact moment where I decided to retire. He said it was week, what, eight out of a 16, 17-week season. Mm. He's like, I woke up from my hotel room in Detroit, looked out at the snow and said, I, what happened if I just don't show up to the game today? What would happen if I just didn't show up and I just went back to bed? He's like, that's the exact moment. He's like, this is the last season. This is when I have to hang it up. When it feels like a chore, like going to these superhero movies is a chore, then that's when fatigue sets in. But the way Marvel has it, yeah. none of these movies feel like a chore no. because of how good they are and kind of going back to what Feige said, they're all like MCU's trying to keep it different, trying yeah. to not rehash what they did, let's take what we did, make it better, and then expand off of that and do different things. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you may have the same A A plus B equals C formula, mm-hmm. but I mean, one of them is And a, kill your villains? Yeah, uh, kill them all <laughs> off. Kill them all! Except Loki. Um, um, He's the only one not to die, right? I think so. I mean... And Vulture. Oh, and Hela. And Hela didn't die, I don't think. And we don't know. We're about, assuming she didn't. About the, about the same death as... About the same certainty of death as Red Skull got. True. We don't even know he could come back. Exactly. He could come back. We just saw blue light. Mm -hmm. He's gone. We didn't see an actual death. Yeah. So, I mean, (laughs) eh, I'll give you that one. Those could come back. But, I mean, really, what I'm looking at is, like, look at the DC side. Yeah. Their movies have not been so hot. Wonder Woman. I see more fatigue on that side. Than the MCU side. No, MCU's been hitting it strong, mm-hmm. and they still are in phase three. Yeah, and going into their, like we mentioned in the last segment, their cosmic phase yes. of everything. I remember way back, this was back Avengers, when the Avengers was coming out. I remember sitting down with Mark Webber talking about superhero movies, and Mark, you're listening, tell me if I'm wrong, if I'm getting this wrong in the comment section or hit me up on Twitter or my cell phone. You guys, you have it. Um, But I remember Mark saying something along the lines of eventually we're going to get fatigued with this. Eventually there's going to be superhero movies where it's like, how many times can I see the same heroes doing the same thing? And he's like, eventually this is all going to go away. And what we're looking five years later yeah, five, six years later, and we're still going strong. Since the Avengers movie or since this started? Cause the it's been, Avengers movie. Okay, because let's see. Since that was this 2012. St- since it started, it's been over a decade. Yeah, no, since it started, it's been a decade, but Avengers was 2012. So that's been about six years since Mark and I had that conversation. Yeah. Because you got to understand, I didn't know Mark when the... So Mark and I didn't know each other. In 07, mm-hmm. when um, Iron Man came out, I was still in high school. We didn't meet until like 2010, 2011. Yeah. So this was two years after we had already been friends. That's we have the conversation. It was around that Avengers timeline of, hey, you know what? Look at what they just did. They built this team. They brought them together. First time we've ever seen it. Okay, what new things can they do? Yeah. Is it just going to be a rehashing? And that's why he was like, eventually we're probably going to get fatigued with superheroes. We haven't, and it's no. been six years. What I'm saying is, what I'm thinking is, um, overall it's been 10, though. But um, yeah, No, I'm talking about since that conversation. Since, six yeah. years since that conversation. Uh, overall, I would say that the ways, the only ways we're going to get fatigue is, A, we start using, like, 
C and then when I say C rated, it's not because they're shitty super. It's because the that's their it's the the the, the well known. Yeah, yeah. I mean, since we're getting and if this fall this goes not falls through but goes through, mm-hmm. they buy out Fox. They've just hit a whole slew of superheroes we haven't seen with Marvel mm-hmm. with Disney Marvel. So we're gonna get a bunch more, and it's probably a, quite a few years more with mm-hmm. those characters then, right? Yeah. I mean, it's because it's not separate. It's not separate entities making these anymore. This is now MCU having everything except the Spider Verse. Well, like even even go off after this, where I'm going to bring the TV shows into yeah. it as well. Back in 2007, go back, go back to that time. Okay. Would you have said this is before the MCU, before the superhero genre we know it as now? I'm going to throw out some heroes, mm-hmm. and you tell me if you would have been excited to see either a movie or a TV show about them at that point before of what we know they would be. Mm-hmm. Jessica Jones. Mm-mm. Black Widow. Mm-mm. Hawkeye. No. What about a character like, now I'm really trying to think for it. Those were my big three, but like even Luke Cage and Iron Fist. Yes. What about Daredevil? Those are a little bit bigger. That's um, what. when did that first Daredevil movie come out? That was before. That was like two thousand and five. Then no, it was early two thousand. Maybe at that, that time because it's like we didn't have a lot of them, and we were just getting the we were Affleck just mourning, one. Was, we were just mourning the movie. I mean, maybe I would have been excited because maybe it's two thousand three. Like, so I was two years off. Technically, we did get a Daredevil one in 2003, so it's like... Yeah, that was the... Uh, at that time, it was good because it's like, oh, this is what we got. It wasn't that bad. I Now that you have something to compare it to, it was bad. One of the main things I will always remember bad. with that movie, and we'll always link to that movie, mm-hmm. is um, Evanescence, Bring Me to Life. Wake me up. Wake me up inside. I can't wake up. Yeah, that will always be in my mind when it comes to that that movie. Yeah. Because it was on the soundtrack. That's where Save I heard it. <laughs> Can't wait for that movie. Like I, I love that song. But getting back to the whole yes. fatigue thing in general is they're keeping it interesting. They're they keeping are. us guessing. And even with you, they're adding Fox. They're now getting the X-Men prop well, hopefully getting the X-Men properties. I saw something And Fantastic Four. And Fantastic Four. We always I saw one. something that Comcast could be trying to bid in to Comcast, try to get keep your grubby mitts out of this but keep your grubby fucking mitts out of this i mean that's more properties for them to do interesting things and look at what they've done i know i'm going back Excuse to this but even like i look at thor ragnarok as the main example yeah to where you come in and you go hey you know what i did not we walked out like that was amazing. Did not expect a comedy. Did from... not ex- no, it was vastly different than anything we've seen with the mm-hmm. Marvel Universe. And it was really good. Thank yeah. you, Watiti. No, that's Is that how you pronounce it. Takawahiti. 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 Because My bad. um like and did Takawahiti. you actually I was just gonna look it up because I thought you were gonna talk a little longer. Yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> the thing that I I'm gonna see if I can find it right here on the podcast I was reading. I know I told Dave about it. Uh, which uh, which um, I'm trying to look for a good source that I want to go with here. Um, I'm just going to go up to the to the top one. So this is from AV Club, and the headline reads: Takawahiti cooks up a rom com 
for Scarlet Witch and Vision. <laughs> yes, I remember you telling me about would that. Would you, like, I think back it. to 27. Would you want to see a rom-com between Vision and Scarlet Witch yes. before the MCU? No. That's what I'm saying. Before the MCU, I don't even, like, Vision, Scarlet Witch, get it out of I've here. heard of them. I don't know anything about mm-hmm. them before the MCU. Now, I I mean, the, see, that's, that's part of what the movies do. When you don't know characters very well, it prompts you to read more into them. Hell, even do this when Thor 1 was coming out. Yes. You weren't as, like, Thor 1 was kind of like, oh, well, I've heard about Thor. I'm going to go see it. But, like, I don't, like, I don't know a ton about Thor, like... When we cosplayed, what was the react? What, what, what happened? You that just, was after the movie, though. That was after the movie, but yeah, <laughs> I still didn't know that much about Thor at the yeah. time. Like I didn't mm-hmm. hadn't been gone into my research of that yeah. yet. I'll, I'll automatically, Johnny, you're Thor. Thanks, you guys. Just, you just look like I him. know. I looked like him the most. It's just like, oh, mm-hmm. thanks for no choice. Yeah, and, and I mean that's the reaction I had then. Now it's like. I'm working on my third Thor cosplay. And even like think about the movies we were getting. Someday I'll get pictures up, maybe a year from now. <laughs> think about the movies we were getting before like the MCU, like when we were kids. It yeah. was a lot of Batman, a lot of Superman. We got Wonder Woman wasn't even a thing. No. Nope. Green Lantern wasn't a, well, Green Lantern wasn't a thing mainly because of the CGI technology. Yeah, that was something that was Thank you for making fun yeah. of that in Deadpool. Like, I know that the whole, like, oh, even, De- like, look at Deadpool. You couldn't do that. 20- like, eh, No, not maybe, very well. Like, let me put it this way. You could have done it raunchy style, like, 20 years ago in the 90s. Yeah. No one would have batted a, but, like, an eyelash to how raunchy it was and, like, how R-rated it was. That's true. Because let's be honest, the 90s was, I kind of think of the Attitude Era in wrestling, where that was kind of the rebellious time of our society with the suck it and everything like that. What was the big type of music in that time? Punk. Yeah. It was rebellious type music. Rebellious style music. Um, Uh A big band in that era was, uh, why can't I, Nirvana. Sum 41 too. Yeah. Sum 41. Of course someone's going to go like, it's not real punk, but whatever. Different, I'm just saying different ranges of punk, I mean, were very prominent. And yeah, Mm -hmm. punk started more so in the 80s, but at the very end of the 80s. Like the Misfits. Yeah, exactly. That's who I really think of when it comes to punk. But like. It kind of started with the grunge punk in the yes, 80s. Yes, that's the other word. Grunge was the what 90s. I was looking that's for. N- when you say Nirvana, that's, that's grunge. grunge. Um, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, and I mean, but you think about Deadpool now. Because of what we've had with the MCU has kind of paved the way for everything for else. superhero movies in general. Because think about well, Deadpool. most of them are paying attention. I get Not it. Everyone. That's a knock at DC. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. I forgot to laugh. However... <laughs> The thing I was going to say about Deadpool is because of the now more casual people want to go see superhero movies yes. because it's the thing, because they're actually good movies. Like, go back to our top movies for 2017 that were in the running for that award. Yeah, Logan won it. Superhero movie, by the way. Or yes. No, did Logan win it? Uh, Logan, movie, yes. Did it win our best picture? Best picture. That's right. It was between that and Wonder Woman, I believe. Yes. Which... Two superhero movies. You look at most of our top five, or not top five, I think it was like top six. Um, off the top of my head, Logan was in it, Wonder Woman was in it, Spider-Man. Guardians of the Galaxy, Spider-Man, Thor. 
That's what, five? Five superhero movies. Five of our best movies. And of course, like for us, people are going to say, guys, it's skewed. You guys go and see more of those nerdy movies. But the ones that were in our running for best movie, Logan, Guardians 2, Wonder Woman, Spider-Man Homecoming, Kingsman the Golden Circle, Thor Ragnarok, and Beauty and the Beast. Most of those are superhero movies. Yeah. And the lowest superhero movie we had for 2017 was Justice League. We both gave it a four. Mm -hmm. I mean, let's be honest. It wasn't bad, but it was low on our rankings. Whereas every other superhero movie was a five. Yeah. Was a five. Like Thor, Spider-Man. It's low for a superhero movie. Mm -hmm. And that's like where we're at that they're... They keep setting the bar. They set the bar, and then they push the bar up. Yeah, it's kind of like the guys that you see, like the chin ups, where they use their momentum Arrow. to yeah to go exactly up the next that. one. Just, yeah, he that's exactly what climbs. the superhero movies are doing. Yeah. Is they're just climbing the. That's next what Marvel's run. doing with them. They're they're pushing the envelope and each time. Like I was gonna say with Deadpool, MCU sets the way. People want to go see it. Yeah, it's rated R, but. How many people would have wanted to go see Deadpool? Like, there is Deadpool is a popular hero, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But how many casual people would have wanted to go see it in the 90s? Not nearly as many. If it was in the 90s or in the early 2000s, let's say. Not nearly as many. No, not nearly Just as many. Just people all. who are comic book fans of Deadpool. Mm hmm. I mean, even look at the Spider Man Homecoming compared to. The Sam Raimi Spider-Man. And I yep. know, I know, Johnny, you're looking at it and you're going, well, that's because the Spider-Man Homecoming was an actual good movie. I know that's what you're <laughs> thinking in your head. We have had discussions about this. The comment section is on my side. Yeah. People generally agree. Dave is also one that's like, Johnny doesn't like the like the Sam Raimi Spider-Man. It was the most true to the comics of any superhero movie we've seen. I get what you're I get what you're going at. Cuz I mean even look at the numbers and I know this is unfair. This is unfair because th it's a little inflation, but yeah. it proves a, a point too that it's not that bad of a movie because the budget for the Sam Raimi Spider-Man was 139 million dollars. Mm -hmm. Do you want to know how much it made in the box office? 8 821.7 million dollars. Hmm. Spider-Man Homecoming Spent a little bit more than that. Spent $175 million on its budget. Reeled in $880.2 million. I'm going to take that little extra, that what, $60 million extra, and contribute that to the rise of what superhero movies are now. Yeah. Like, not the best example because Spider-Man, the first one, wasn't a flop. Like, it made its money back yeah, tenfold. Whereas, but even this, like, new Spider-Man, even more money. Like, even the, you know what, screw it, just for the sake of seeing where it went. 2012, The Amazing Spider-Man. That one was, is this the first one? Yeah, that's the first one. The Amazing, yeah. So they spent, Sony spent about 200 to $230 million. Okay. The biggest production of all three of these Spider-Man only made $757.9 million. Hmm. Still a lot of money, still yeah. made their money back, but it wasn't as successful as the other two. And that's kind of like, I take that however you want. 
however you want to take it, whether you think it relates, whether you think it doesn't relate, let us know. What are your final thoughts on this? Um, honestly, I don't think superhero fatigue is really a thing right now. At least, do you think there will ever be a time that the superhero? I'm going to call in this situation. I'm calling it a craze, but I know it's not a craze. Do you ever see a time where the superhero movies are done and we're just exhausted with anything that we can do and we're on to the next thing? Um, very few ways I can see it happening. A, we run out of superheroes, like A and B list superheroes to use. And when I say that, I mean like people that we know about mm-hmm. or um, Marvel finally hits a wall, which I don't see that happening for a while. For a while, but the wall could be there because eventually oh, yeah. it's someday. What yeah. do we do with these characters that we haven't done before? Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's the, it's the problem. That's the problem is like, well, here's the, here's the thing on that. Have you ever, before it came out, mm-hmm. before you heard anything about it, Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Did you ever even hear them before? No. Guardi- exactly. Guardians of the Galaxy, never heard of them as a kid. Nope. Never heard a thing about never, them. Didn't know anything about them. Never did anything about Guardians of the Galaxy. So, I mean, that's a way to get you into some characters you never heard about before. Now look how popular they are. True. They're Rocket and Groot. Baby Groot's right here. Exactly. Um, Like, they're... Massive, exactly. I mean, so, I Chris mean, Pratt is Star Lord, like that helped catapult Chris Pratt. Yeah, exactly. And now he's in Jurassic World, and of course he was a big actor before that. But Star Lord catapulted him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but exactly. This is where I want to turn onto you guys. Is Johnny taking off his headphones? I believe that means Johnny's done. No. However, Johnny's got to sit tight. We got to record, it, even though it's out already. We got to record our Black Panther. Um, review. So go ahead, check that one out. I hope you guys like the podcast. Let us know what you guys think down below about anything we talked about today. Superhero fatigue, Bucky Barnes becoming Cap or White Wolf, or the Incredible 2 trailer. Let us know what you guys think down below in the comment section. Little housekeeping here at the end. Number one, patreon.com backslash most valid podcast. That is where you help support us. If you want to help support us, $1 can get you an exclusive podcast each and every month along with numerous other things that our patrons get over at patreon.com. Number two, go ahead and give us that five-star review on Apple Podcasts, on iTunes. It would really mean the world to us. Store link is in the description. That's where you can get your MVP t-shirt. Go check out mosvelpodcast.com bookmark it. That's where everything for MVP is going to be. Want to thank you guys for listening. Want to thank you guys for watching. And as always, have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts.